Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Today's topic is top five mistakes coaches are making right now. And I think some of these I've probably myself made in the past. I'm sure uh, you have as well, Andrew. Um, Definitely have. Definitely have. (laughs) So hopefully the whole point of this episode is we'll help you not make the mistakes that we have certainly made in the past. That is for sure. So let's dive straight in. Number one, not being the expert. And this is one I've definitely uh, made in the past. Generalists, we, you know, it's, I think it's more and more important now, nowadays to be more you know, have a more of a niche, be more specific. Can you dive into this one uh, for us, Andrew? Yeah, we've been around the block, both of us, me more than you. Um, so back back when we started, you were able to get away with it a little bit more. But certainly now there's that much competition um, and, and that much uh, demand uh, for the services we offer. We have to stand apart. So being a generalist, uh, you've got to skip away from that and really decide you know, what your area of expertise is and then, you know, showcase that, you know, make that your USP, your unique selling proposition so that people dive to want to work with you. Case in point is I know somebody uh, who's a coach who um, is vegan so um, and plant-based food is his is his want so he uses that around the plant-based fitness so that's his content so he stands out so anybody that is interested in that he's their go-to guy so that's the type of thing that we ultimately want to be able to do because and i think the misconception is that if we're we're hindering ourselves in, in, in getting clients but that's wrong you're going to attract the right types of client that you enjoy working with uh, with having that speciality yeah certainly i think when i started out i was just like yeah kettlebell i kind of did kettlebells as a sort of specialism i, I suppose but um i got a lot of my clients through referrals and stuff and like you know one was 60 odd years old and a male and a you know high flyer another one was a 20 year old female was, there was there was no consistency I didn't really know who I was or what I was doing so yeah I think being a specialist nowadays is definitely yeah definitely important another one mistake that I made not charging enough I hate hated and probably still hate talking about money but why is it important to make sure you're charging enough for your services well we've got to pay ourselves um, and if we've got facility we've got to have enough money left in the bank to be able to pay the rates the rent the heating staff as we bring in staff yeah my god the cost of things nowadays <laughs> i know terrible uh, but similar mistake I, I i wasn't charging enough um i didn't have my margins right i was i would i'd taken on staff and i was i was paying them um more than what i should have been uh, so they were happy but i was struggling then to to survive as a business um, until i made the the hard decision then to really have the hard conversations to to address that issue um so if you start out the gate by realizing that you're pricing your packaging and it, it, it needs to be spot on that you've got enough money then to then invest into the into the business but equally if we're charging too little then we're going to be attracting again the wrong types of clients. I, I was going to say you don't want to be in a race to the bottom, do you? You don't. So conversely, if we're charging premium rates, then by perception, you know we're deemed to be you know higher quality uh, service provider than those cheaper. So then we can attract 
that that right type of person into into the mix and that person paying a higher rate generally is going to be a better a better type of client that you're going to have longer term yeah absolutely uh, next one not targeting the right people and i think this kind of refers back to the to the first one of not being an expert and not having your your niche i suppose yeah it, and again when we start out we're, we're passionate about what and we but we need clients and it's like <laughs> i need i need to be training someone i'll train everybody <laughs> but if we if but Again, that's where we bring in those people that we we maybe not an expert in that particular area. You know, I remember uh, in the early days I had people that wanted to train for the London Marathon. I like to run, but I'm not a running expert. I'm, uh, you know, that's not my passion. That's not my uh, background. So it. I could have learned how to do that and I probably could have helped them. But I knew a, uh, a coach who was much better at that. That was his forte, so I referred them uh, to him. Um, and so that's why if we focus on going back to the very basic, knowing who your target client is, the types of clients you want to work with, then you're going to be much more uh, able to focus in on their desires and what their specific needs are, and that's going to attract then the right types of clients you get. So making sure you're then got that right audience in play absolutely absolutely uh, next one having too many offers what are the pitfalls of offering too much choice i haven't made this mistake but i have seen clients i've worked with clients who have and it reminds me of uh, when you see gordon ramsay go into the, the restaurants and they've got a, a brochure of a menu <laughs> And you're flicking through, and I know I've been to places like that, and I think, oh, I like that, oh, I like that, oh, that looks nice. And then, then you're getting stuck. Uh, the server comes up and asks what you want. Oh, can, we, can you give us a few more minutes? Well, similar in fitness. Um, so you were going to say... <laughs> yeah, you know what I was going to say, mate? As, as someone who loves cooking, well, as someone who loves cooking, if I saw that, I'd be like questioning, yeah, it's great to have choice, but it's like, how could you possibly do things quality when you're in that kitchen? Be at back there when there is so many things on this menu inevitably the quality is going to go down you would think exactly and and i love the gordon ramsay shows i haven't watched them for a while but there's there's a a, a familiar theme you know he goes in shocking service too much choice and as you say the quality of service and the food is is poor so he reduces the number of items on offer and they get good at at uh, at cooking uh, you know what's on that menu same in in fitness if we keep it to an our skill set into a, a a choice of maybe three elements that you offer it becomes so much more easier then to have systems and processes in place to de- de- deliver a, a a similar service you know you're going to excel in, in what you offer and that and that's key we can't do that when, when we're trying to offer too much Here's a special message from our sponsor. Want more clients without breaking the bank on ads? Google is your ticket. Imagine being the first name clients see when they Google your services near them. Sound impossible? It's not when you've got Strength Matters on your side. We'll build your website and get you ranked high on Google for free. You'll save thousands on ads, web design, and SEO services, plus get a suite of business tools to help you grow your business effortlessly. All you cover is our bulletproof hosting that comes with a full 90-day money-back guarantee. Ever wonder how many new clients you're losing by not being Google's number one? Don't wonder? Act now. Now, book your free strategy call at strengthmatters.com forward slash website today. Yep. Power of three. Power of three, guys. Uh, and finally, number five, not, inv- yep. not investing in themselves. 
I've, I've, there's a lot of cases where, I, certainly I'm thinking over recent times, there's a lot of coaches I know that do invest in themselves. Um, actually, they, they swing too far and they're investing so much in themselves that they're, they're not. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a fine line, this one, isn't it? It's a fine balance. It is. But on the switch side, I've worked with, with uh, coaches who are depending on the qualifications from 25 years ago and they're still set back in the 1990 in, in their mindset and in their, in their trainingology and, and the like. So it's important to stay abreast of things, but as you say, not getting that fine line that you dip too far over, that you're doing too much and not focusing on, 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 on your business. But um, as I say, it's getting that fine line, uh, but staying ahead of the curve, listening to the training um, episodes we do in the podcast is a, is a great way of you know keeping track um, and, and, and investing in maybe one or two quality courses each year to, to stay abreast of things would be a, a good rule of thumb in my book. Definitely. If, if you're going to invest, make sure you're investing in the right courses for sure, because it's important to keep learning. Make sure it's something that you something that you love, something that you're going to use and not just, you know, flushing your money down the drain, essentially. Um, that is it for today. I hope this was helpful. Uh, try not to make them some of the mistakes that me and Andrew have made. Uh, just a quick recap. Be the expert. Niche. Uh, it's important to niche down. Make sure you're charging enough value your services, and that way, then you can target the right people. Don't have too many offers. Distill your offers down to uh, to three, ideally, and invest in yourself. Um, as I said, that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to find out what's holding you back from growing your fitness business and get yourself a free website audit, go to strengthmatters.com forward slash audit. <laughs>